It is Colin of Colin's Conversations, and today we not only have my show, but we have Jamil in the show. That might sound complicated, but he's a great artist. We also have some music from his newest projects, and uh, we talked for about 45 minutes, 43 minutes, something like that. Great talk, great guy. Check out all that he has to offer over at collinsconversations.com. Let's get into it. Collins Conversations. I'll let you introduce yourself, let everybody know who you are, uh-huh. kind of what you do, how you got here, and uh, we'll go from there. Okay. Uh, my name is Jamil, and the show, I'm a rapper, producer, singer, a bunch of different things. I just came out with an album, Beautiful, 
and I'm happy to be here to talk about it. I should probably turn off the album, Beautiful, so we could actually hear each other talk. I've <laughs> been listening to it all day. I've also been listening to, uh, it's what, two and three? Is that? Is that yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what happened with that is um, I used to do some mixtapes, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I'd call it the Jamil Show, right? And so I gave each mixtape a season, right? So the first one's season one and then gotcha. season two. Um, so I did season three and then I did season three part two. But when I decided I wanted to put things on streaming, I was like, okay, I can only use some of the songs that like don't right. have samples and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I just called it three, two, because it's from season three, part two. Yeah, when I was listening to that, I like I couldn't tell quite what you were. I was like, does he have a podcast? I don't know about. Yeah. Like, I thought I did a pretty yeah. pretty thorough scrub, and I was like, I, I, there's no podcast that I could see, and then yeah. that makes sense. Beautiful just came out. That was just a few months ago. Uh, yeah, it was uh, late late December, so it's been it's been pretty recent. How's the how's everybody been embracing that? It's been awesome. You know, I'm like super excited that. You know, people just care about what I'm doing at this point, you know, so um, if you listen to it, thank you. That's that's all I can ask for. There are a few influences that I could find kind of like at least sounds that I kind of picked out of different things. Okay. But if somebody were to ask you who your influences are for creating music, what would you yeah. say? Uh, I, I mean, there's there's so many. So that's why I'm really interested to hear what you what you thought you heard. Because, um, I mean, you know, when I was little, I used to listen to like I wanted to be Lil Bow Wow. You know? <laughs> And I, or I wanted to be in like a boy band like NSYNC or like B2K or something. Um, so like I always, I'm incorporating those kind of like harmonies in like the pop sounds. Uh, right. But then, you know, like I look to people like Stevie Wonder, who's just a genius making music. Absolutely. Um, or like Andre 3000, his, just his poetic writing style. You know, like I, but then there's like more recent people, like I saw Anderson Pack when he came to Cleveland uh, last year. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And you know, like I just love to, you know, kind of pull from these different areas and just build something from there. I wish I would have wrote down the one. Um, you could maybe help me. There's one song that you have. I'm pretty sure it's on the new project. Might have been on the the one right before it. Mm -hmm. It sounds so much like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Oh yeah. So uh, are you talking about um, All the Way? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I'm so bad with names. Like I, I know what I'm trying <laughs> to say, but I'm like, good thing he wrote the shit because that way he could yeah. actually like bail me out and figure yeah, out yeah. what it is. But yeah, I was listening to it, and I, I don't know if it was just the melodies or the the, the cadence of who was on the feature, yeah. but like you're listening to it, you're like, that's Cleveland music. Yeah, that yeah, and that was real intentional. Um, you know, I definitely wanted to to pay homage to um, you know the people who paved the way. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I've been trying to you know just practicing being able to rap a little bit faster, do more syllables. Um, and so that was a good way to put something together where I could like try and you know make something happen. So a absolutely, then the I, I like that you caught that. I appreciate that. Sunday service definitely you're pulling from Kanye. Funny story about that. Um, so I wrote Sunday service in 2016, uh, which you know was a, a good bit before. Um, he did the, uh, you know, put together his you Sunday saw it service. there first. Yeah, no, I've been working <laughs> on it. You know, I started the album a while ago. And so when he did it, at first I was like, oh man, I can't I can't put out my idea now because it's not original. They're going to mm -hmm. think I'm biting. And, you know, I'm already talking about like taking time for yourself. And that's kind of similar to what he's doing. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, um, uh, you know, when he put out his Sunday service, like I was just like, oh, you know, this is this is good. I have no problem paying homage to something like that. Did you get a spike in listens from that, kind of just from people searching for his Sunday service and finding you, you think? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's been a little too soon to... Uh, too soon to tell? Yeah. And, you know, I'm still trying to get my SEO right. So, um, you know, you never know until right. you look at the analytics where people are coming from. 
how did Jamil and the show come up? Because that's one of those, there's two or three other things on the internet that are using that. You said that it was kind of a mixtape. Was that just trying to incorporate all you do into one yeah. name or how'd you come up with that? Do you want the long version or the short version? Um, I want the long or the short short version, whichever one nobody else knows about. Okay. Uh, so basically, and this kind of this kind of taps into how I got started. Um, so basically, uh, in high school, I started doing this. Uh, my mom got me like a twenty dollar camera, right? Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, "Yeah, do whatever you want with it, right?" Um, so I, I would like bring it around with all my friends, and we started to do this like vlog kind of thing, and I called it the Jamil Show, and like it was like. Think like iCarly, but like black <laughs> and like not that funny. You know, my voice didn't drop yet, and it was just—it's cringeworthy. Like it's awful. And so uh, when I started rapping, now you know, late high school, I started making my own beats. I'm like, I want to make a mixtape. Um, so then what I decided was, hey, if I call it like the Jamil Show, then like all the homies will remember what it was, right. and it'll be like a nice idea. Um, so I started making music. And uh, when I made these mixtapes, I called it the Jamil Show season one, right? You know, all those. And um, but then, like, I got uh, I was a little I wasn't frustrated, but it's, it was confusing because a lot of people thought the Jamil Show was my name. <laughs> like, it, no, technically, it was just the title of the mixtapes, right? You know, um, but I was just putting out music as Jamil, like just Jamil. And there's, for whatever reason, there's a ton of rappers named Jamil. <laughs> Um, and one of them is pretty popular. He's out in uh, Italy. Gotcha. Um, just this Italian guy. Uh, I was like, I can't be just Jamil. Nobody's going to find me. Um, but I don't want to just be the Jamil show because that's not my name. Right. It was more what I did. So in the process of like trying to get my brand right and, you know, show people that I'm serious about this, um, I decided to uh, be Jamil and the show because I'm always going to be Jamil and the show is what I do. Yeah, it's kind of the power of like same reason why for me colin can help colin's conversations yeah by instead of picking just one name you know whatever you want it to be by going with your name people expect adaptation kind of yeah you're going to progress and you're going to grow it's not going to be the same shit over and over and over so if you yeah. decide you you know you want to go really hip-hop then you want to go pop then you want to go even if you want to throw some country shit in there yeah like it's just jameel and the show like the show this week is this like exactly. it allows the flexibility but still keeping exactly. that one constant of you yeah and, and you know i think it also helps me to be um you know as authentic as i can you know Absolutely. i think it's like a reminder to myself that like, yeah, your I'm, name's on the on yeah front like door. A, <laughs> this, is, this has got to be me and it's gonna be me you know what i mean you have a lyric in one of your songs um you're from the four for but now two on six where where, where in the four for did you grow up was it willoughby yeah yeah uh so yeah i grew up in willoughby i like the smile he's like oh shit he actually did listen to all my stuff yeah yeah no that's, that's, <laughs> deep. <laughs> that's um, deep i appreciate that uh yeah so yeah i, I grew up in um willoughby and then uh, i stay out in heights now gotcha um, so that's kind of have you moved anywhere else or is it always been just the northeast ohio area for you um so i went to school in uh cincinnati and columbus too gotcha um and so you know I, i've kind of been you know everywhere everywhere how about uh, traveling wise anywhere that uh, you really want to go or anywhere that you're really happy that you've been uh i would really like to go to uh i feel like japan would be cool just to say i went are you into anime and stuff um like casually sushi yeah i like sushi yeah, absolutely so, you know, i mean it's just you know i think i think that'd be cool to go or like new zealand you know you see the pictures and it's beautiful for so. sure He's got his mindset. He wants long, long trips. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know. If you're going to go, well, got to go all the way, right? Exactly. And, like, I mean, I got places in America, you know, like, I, 
I think it'd be cool to go to Nashville. That's been like on my radar. Yeah, we just, uh, my dad moved about an hour. We were staying, we didn't go into Nashville proper, but now I've got yeah. that nice little home base about an hour away. Exactly. So when we went down to New Orleans, it was that perfect little boom. You stay here for the night. Eight hours more, you're right down in New Orleans. Definitely go there if you haven't. Yeah, I've been to, I've been to New Orleans uh, twice. Um, and, you know, that was that was cool. But, you know, I wasn't 21 when I went. Oh, uh, so. that's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we got plans to go back. And how old are you now? Uh, 25. I just turned 25 two weeks ago. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Um, so some, for somebody that's under 25, you're making, you're not making the typical, you know, money, cars, hoes, music. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that just because it's... Like you said, you want to keep that authenticity, that your name behind it, that you're going with more highbrow content, or how do you pick what you want to make a song about? It's just whatever's coming across my life. So, you know, I never really have money. Uh, I, don't, I don't have cars like that. Uh, I have no hoes. That, <laughs> can, I, can I say that? I don't, I don't, have, I don't have any women in my life, um, uh, you know, in big amounts like that. So, right. uh, you know, it's just all about being authentic and, you know, talking about you know what I'm on and and what about the actual um we've talked a couple different things about the lyrics but you're also doing a lot of your own production too aren't you yeah so I make all my beats and what are you doing are you doing that through like a fruity loops or what yeah, type of these fruity loops yeah. and tell us about how you got into fruity loops and as the, the producer side of it kind of what made you go instead of you know just banging on the table what took you to a computer and figuring out all those dolls uh, I was a band kid growing up so I was always playing instruments right uh, as a drummer. What do you play, just drums? Uh, yeah, I, I fool around in other things though, you know, um, like I can play a piano, I can play a guitar. Do you read music? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing how many amazing musicians I've talked to that have no idea how to read music. And it's just, and you know, that's okay. To be able honestly. to just pick it up and to be able to figure it out, that's so much more amazing to me. And yeah, and you know, the crazy thing is like, so much of music is just math. Right. You know what I mean? Like putting together a chord, it's just one plus three plus five, you know, whatever. You do, you, know. do you see it, see music in color? Yeah, so I can I can tell you whatever. Um, like I have like I assign colors to songs. Gotcha. So like if it's either it's like a mood or like like I can close my eyes and tell you like okay this is this color this is this color. That's a, uh, been the most fascinating thing. Uh, Scuff Mixon was on the show uh -huh. and uh, he was just I uh, I don't remember if it was his interview or maybe it was when Cabin was talking about him but saying that you know he's like no we, this, this song's too blue it's got to be more green or something like that like yeah yeah. It, for somebody that doesn't make music and their brain isn't seeing it in the colors, so you're like, you're listening to this and you're seeing a whole rainbow, you're seeing a box of crayons, no wonder that you can make so much better shit than I do, you know? Like, yeah, or, but you know, it makes sense. Like, you ever read those articles where like people talk about uh, like different colors at different moods? Mm -hmm. Or like, uh, you ever hear somebody talk about like, the president has, has always has to like pick a certain tie. So like if they're talking about war, presidents are always wearing red ties, All right. you know, or, uh, but if it's just casual, they might have like a blue tie on, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I think there's, I think there's moods that go with colors. And so um, for an artist to be able to see a color in their head when they make a song, that's it. A lot of times it's just them picking up what kind of mood they're going for. That makes sense when you listen to your stuff, how it's not just, you know, it's not just a rhythmic 808 going boom, boom, boom or anything like that. Like yeah. you're changing tones in the song, you're changing the melodies and like it's yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of working almost like through like a whole story opposed to just like a melodic rhythmic boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I try to I try to put together like stories and concepts and ideas and making 808s is my favorite part <laughs> um, because like when, when I when I'm like putting together like a 808 i like to think of it like first off a lot of times it's your baseline you know so if you go back to like the dopest songs that we can remember a lot of times it's like something with a crazy baseline where there's a real basis you know playing some dope um but then also like i like to think of it like a roller coaster ride 
So you remember, uh, you remember reading Rainbow? Mm -hmm. Okay, you remember how like, as the words would come across on the bottom sometimes, they would have like the dot yeah. going around with it. Um, so I think of like that dot as like the 808. Um, so, you know, whenever the 808 is going down, if it's going up, if it's, you know, that's why like I like to have a lot of movement um, because then it, it almost feels like it's taking you somewhere, you know, like you're riding along with it. Gotcha. So. I love 808s. A typical uh, song of yours, does it start with you writing something? Does it start with the beat? Or does it kind of just all depend on the mood? Or yeah. is there no typical process? Uh, either like I'll have like an idea that, you know, um, uh, that I know I want to write a song about this. Or I got, I got like uh, maybe like a slick line in my head and like this is a good metaphor to build a song around. Right. You know, um, and so I'll make a song around that. But then a lot of times, like if I'm just trying to, you know, write a song, I got to have that beat first. Gotcha. You know, and... Um, Cause that's gonna inform like if I'm singing what melodies I'm doing um, if I'm rapping am I going fast slow right you know sometimes you just need that inspiration from a beat that's one thing that definitely stands out with your music too is not everybody that could rap can sing or even with the auto tunes and things like that mm -hmm. um, but it's uh, that's you that's singing on Whitney isn't it yeah yeah thank you appreciate I, mean, it. I mean you go from hitting those real deep notes to woo I try, man. <laughs> How do you put together such a different, when do you know when you want to sing? When do you want know when you want to rap? Is it just kind of what you're feeling in the beat? Uh, yeah, it's, de it's definitely what I'm feeling in the beat. I think in the future, I'd like to make it more intentional, mm -hmm. you know, with like, okay, if I'm singing about love, then if I'm doing something about love, maybe I want to sing verse rap, All right. you know? But um, it's, I mean, at this point, it's definitely what I'm feeling in the beat. How long have you been making music? You were writing poetry back in middle school. Yeah, but what, it, was, what? it was terrible too. <laughs> it was bad, man. <laughs> was it just for thoughts? Was it trying to get girls? What type of poetry were you writing back in middle school? Uh, both, uh, both. But um, it, most of the time it was like me just being dramatic. You know, so you know, right. you're, you're in middle school, everything's serious. You right. know, even when it's not serious, it's all serious. A pimple ruins the entire world. Just, and... Yeah, just end of my <laughs> end of my month, I got a pimple, <laughs> or you know, I, I had this crush on this girl and. I was trying to talk to her and I tripped over. Right. And like I was like, oh no, it's the end of the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then I would write poetry. And it would just it it made no sense. It was awful. Well, was uh, there that one defining moment where you're like, you know what, I need to start making music? Where how, how did that just spark begin? Yes. I remember this uh very specifically. I was at my friend Avery's house, who you know I've done music with before. Um, the song with Not on the Daily. Mm -hmm. Um so he's him and uh, Jericho who's on this album, they're in that band. Um, you know, I've known them since way back. Um, I was in his basement with uh, Trey Smith. I think Jay Work talked about him in this interview. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we go, we go way back, and um, uh, we were just like chilling in his basement. You know, you know, just going back and forth. We would freestyle for fun because right. you know, that's just what kids do. Absolutely. And um, uh, so I, you know, I had it in my head to like, you know, write a little something, and uh, I was rapping it with them, and I was like, oh man. You know, this is kind of good and like they were like yeah man hey that's the, you know that was kind of good and you know Trey had already, already been doing music um you know and then Avery too uh and, and so um you know it's just kind of all around me you know I look at those guys mm -hmm. and I was like hey man you know I'm already writing poetry maybe if I rap it'll be a little bit better right <laughs> you know that kind of thing um that'll take us into a fun one that I always like to do called name dropping mm -hmm. um you meant you just mentioned them so the first one will be who is Jay Work yeah, so I, I know him from high school. Uh, you know, uh, um, that's that's when I first met him, and um, I mean, I didn't really like know him like that, to be honest with you. But um, he and uh, you know a couple other guys uh, like Chris Black, um, who who's you know is also on the album. You know, they would do these shows in downtown Willoughby, 
and like that was just so cool to me <laughs> you know to, to see those guys up there you know they're definitely like you know big bro kind of guys to me so um you know i always used to see them going and and uh, uh you know i've always looked up to jay work in that regard yeah um, the music that he's putting out is phenomenal yeah he's so talented and he really is he's, he's also one of the interesting ones where like you see him just in person just relaxing you know just totally relaxed totally yeah, chill guy yeah. then you get him behind a microphone and it's brrrr. yeah no i'm it's, telling you it's it's i mean it's really something else and i think you i think you can really tell and like gauge talent when you see something special mm. in an artist you know i think if he didn't have that something special he would just be whatever right. when he gets behind the mic and just as you said that's not the case number two let's go with who is uh not on the daily not on the daily um so i uh i don't know if they're um you know currently active but um that is uh jericho who is on uh beautiful uh and then our friend avery um you know we all grew up together you know played you know band all that good kind mm -hmm. of stuff um and so they put together this band um super talented and so what happened was they put out like a for, for that song uh the ride um they put on uh, they put together like this like demo right on on soundcloud um and so you know i'm just you know supporting them because they're friends i'm like yeah you know let's let's play it you know it was, it was very good and um they're they're doing this one song and um uh avery was on guitar he breaks out into this bridge and i'm like yo <laughs> i got like that's a beat right you know um because at the time you know i'm still sampling whatever um i'm like that that's a that's a beat so i started i started making the beat then I, I texted them both and I was like, hey, because I, I was going to see one of them later on that day. Um, I was like, hey, I just started writing to uh, uh, one of your songs. Is it cool if I sample it? They're like, yeah, you know, it, you know right. it's whatever. You know, we're like brothers. So, you know, that's whatever. Um, so I started writing to it uh, and then I ended up just making a full song out of it. You know, Excellent. Sometimes it just comes to you. <laughs> sometimes it just it's there. Um, the last one on name dropping uh, is who is Jada Simone? Jada. Oh man. So I've known Jada probably since like middle school, and you know that's one of the things about Beautiful is that um, you just about everybody on there. If they're not, they're all they're all people I've done music with uh, in the past, um, and they're all good friends, right? Um, so me and Jada, we go way back. She just has this phenomenal voice. It's, um, it's very unique. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And you should hear her live. I mean, I have nothing but good things to say. I mean, it's just absolutely beautiful voice. Um, and so, uh, you know, and, and, you know, good friends. So, you know, every time, you know, all the time when we're doing music, you know, um, I'm always like, hey, we got to get Jada, you know, on this. Right. Or, uh, same with uh, Avery from Now on the Daily. Um, you know, he had done, uh, you know, we all used to do like music together. Um, and so Jada's awesome, you know. Uh, Keep your eyes open, uh, ears open, whatever, for uh, some solo music from her. Awesome. Um, we're gonna try and put something together because I mean, she just deserves to to have some music. I got nothing but great things to say about her. Excellent. And uh, you kind of brought up a quick thing there about kind of things that are in the works for you. Who are three people on the local or not or local or regional scene that you'd like to work with in the next year? That I'd like to work with in the next year. Um, so I talked to uh, I talked to uh, Jay Work recently, just like, hey man, you know we gotta, you know we were saying we gotta link up, and we've been talking in the past, um, and so you know I think you know just being intentional about hitting him up, mm -hmm. um, I would love to do a song with him, um, 
Mike Miles is somebody who I, I, I was recently put onto, yeah, just because I, I don't know him personally, but um, again, another phenomenal rapper. Uh, they, I, I mean, there's there's just so much talent in right. the area. Um, so we're down to one more. What? Okay, just just one more. Um, I want to I want to hit up uh, Adi Ray. I know those are all people that have been on your show, but uh, that's a perfect reason to bring them up because now we, I have to go talk to Adi Ray and be like, "Hey, Adi, you got somebody else over here." Yeah. Uh, what, what was his? I think what was the name of the song? I want to say it was like Soda Pop or something like that. That, it, that was one it, of yeah, them. Yeah, single. Yeah, single, and that beat was just hitting right. Like I was right. like, and I was like, oh man, like that's yeah. I got it. I got a. Uh, you know, he's doing Invasion Studios and all. You know, the different media surrounding that. Um, you know, I, I would love to. Uh, get in touch with him, I'm, I, I should have hit him up. But there, I mean, there's just so many, um, you know, just people that like I got like my eyes open to, you know. Uh, Young Cap is another fantastic. He's somebody else that a lot of people have been bringing up lately. I've, I've seen a little bit of his stuff. I've listened to a few yeah. things of his. Yeah, uh, uh, me and uh, uh, me and uh, Fanaticus and uh, Ja Lyrics, um, who are, you know, also artists on the, on the album, uh, we opened up for him, you know, years back. And, um, you know, just puts on a great show. And I think I did enough research to see that you're uh, distributing your stuff through CD Baby. Mm -hmm. Bam, research, internet stalking. We got it going yeah, on in go. those conversations. Let's go, I'm impressed. Um, what what made you choose uh, CD Baby over like a distro kid or what made that the superior service for you? Um, so distro kid is fantastic, first off. Mm -hmm. um, I've used distro kid before. Um, their customer service is, is fantastic. Uh, you know, just all good things to say about them. Um, but so the difference is, um, uh, I, don't know, I don't know about all this, the different service packages, um, but I know one of the things that DistroKid doesn't do that CD Baby offered for a higher cost was um, copywriting the songs mm -hmm. and then um, doing um, publishing. Right. So I think CD Baby will also do like the vinyls and, and hard presses and stuff too. Yes. Right? Yeah. Um, which the vinyl is really expensive because that's one of the things I wanted to do and I was like, hey, maybe not, not right. yet. <laughs> kind of make that one for your birthday present yeah. to yourself, like, all right. Yeah, like maybe I maybe hold off just a little bit on that one. But um, yeah, I mean, just, just more uh, services offered and, you know, I wanted to go legit this time around. Right. So uh, I figured I'll spend that extra money, go to CD Baby, but. And I think, uh, is, isn't it CD Baby, you only pay a one-time thing opposed to DistroKid, you have to pay like an annual thing to keep things up and running? Uh, so yeah, it's the other way around. So other way around? Dist yeah, DistroKid you pay like once a year mm -hmm. and just all your music you can have up there. Whereas like CD Baby, I think per, re per release, you have to pay a certain amount gotcha. per year. Um, which I mean, that's, you know, that's less fortunate, but right. um, again, I, I do it for the copywriting and the publishing. For sure. You know, so. Yeah, taking care of your investment more. Exactly. You know, I'm just trying to handle my business and. Right, when, you you're, know, when you're only gonna get point zero 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 three cents per stream, you might as well make sure you get as much yeah, as possible, all of right? It. Yeah, oh my goodness. And you know, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, treat myself like a business. Right. You know, I think that's, that's an important part to being a legitimate artist. You know, if I'm telling people, hey, pay attention, I'm actually trying to do this, I gotta treat myself right. One of my marketing clients is G. Edward Smith. He's an author, mm -hmm. and he's got this enormous, enormous website that we're overhauling. One of the articles that he had was great. Was to be a successful writer, mm -hmm. you have to treat it like it's a job. You right. have to start eight o'clock, nine o'clock every day. Go work right every day, even if you're not getting paid. You have to work on your craft every day yeah. if you want to be taken seriously. If you want to be good enough. Same yeah. with a musician. Uh, Cabin had a great little rant that he had during his uh, interview of mm -hmm. everybody needs music orientation. Yeah. Kind of 
you know, you go to McDonald's, you make sure this is how we do this, this is how we do that. For sure. And, and you work every day. You, yeah, you don't sure. just work when you want, when the vibe hits you. Like, you need to be... Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so glad that you said that. It just hit me a certain way. Uh, I think that's so important, just having that discipline in whatever you do. Um, because, I mean, like, if you really want to... If you really want to do something, it's going to take a lot of work. All right. And you're going to be... You're going to be down bad if you're continually working harder versus smarter. Right. You know, and part of that is just having that discipline. A lot of rappers, I do a game called Lyric Test. Okay. Um, I'm going to not do that one with you. Okay. You're safe. Okay. Um, reason being is like, you know, like a Jay Worker or a Mike Miles, like it's a lot easier to try to trip somebody up with a lot of fast lyric stuff. But for you, what I want to try is what I'm going to call the elevator pitch. Okay. So we're, I'm going to go through, not all of them, but kind of about half of each project and kind of, I'm going to throw out a name of a song and I want you just to look dead at the camera and kind of give that mm -hmm. 15, 20 second elevator pitch. What's, what it's about, why somebody should listen to it. Oh, word. Okay. That's dope. Okay. Um, again, in a, in a marketing slash entertainment show, we try to come up with the best content available. Yeah. This way, anybody that's looking for any of them, you're like, oh, all right. He seems cool, but I don't really want to listen to a full hour. If you could get a 20 second clip of this is what it's right. about, um, I, I think that could help one of those. Not only could you, a podcast take advantage of this, but just as an individual artist, how easy mm. is it to sit in a chair, put two lights and a camera, yeah. look at a camera and just get in the, the progression of this is what it's about. This is why you should listen to it. Go, you know? Yeah. So the I'm first one great. that we're going to go with is we mentioned it before. Whitney. Whitney. Okay. Uh, so Whitney's fantastic, uh, in my opinion, in that it is my favorite song. It's so fun to sing. Uh, it is a love song, but the thing is, it's also about Shooting Pokemon. stars. Time's Shooting up. stars. Jericho, that's my guy. It's about um, being able to step out of where you are. And um, no matter your situation, you can always be whatever your mind takes you. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, it's about me. It's about you. It's about everybody. It's feel good, it's about being beautiful, and we can all be beautiful. Yeah, two seconds left, crying shame. Let's go, crying shame. Uh, look, it's about karma, bro. You mess with me, you mess with my friends, you mess with some, you mess with one person. Yeah, testify. Yeah, we did. Uh, testify. Um, sometimes you just gotta throw it up and testify. That's sold. That, that right there That's is it. marketing on that one. Now we're gonna shift it over to the project from 2017. Okay. And uh, this one, we're going to get it down to seven seconds per song. Okay, I'm ready. Sell me on anyway. Anyway, life happens. Sometimes you got to go hard anyway. Move. Move. Sometimes you got to get up and move yourself. Ride. Hey, I ride for my homies. How much? Uh, too much. What about the outro? Uh, it's just the outro to the project. It's where I was in life. Why is the outro like two songs past, not at the end? Uh, so then there's the uh, thank you track. Which, is, that, is that supposed to be bonus? Yes, and okay. it's, it samples the outro. So that's kind of why uh, it's not the last one. And that's the elevator game. I think we just did two albums in what, about 15 floors maybe? Hey, hey, it took me some practice, but I think I got it down. If somebody could only listen to one song from um, two and three, what would, it, what, what would you want them to listen to? Uh, anyway. Anyway? How come that's the song of the project? It just it describes where I was personally and musically. Um, so yeah, that's the one I'd send people to. And what about Beautiful? Um, beautiful describes the whole tr the whole album. And uh, the photo for Beautiful, that came straight out of the family archives? Yeah. That, that's well before the locks, it looks like. I had the idea, I was like, oh, you know, I think I want to do like a baby picture kind of thing, you know, for the album. 
And uh, my mom was, you know, we didn't, we didn't have any, like, any of like the photos. My mom was like, hey, I got this old Kodak camera. Um, and there is uh, this photo of you playing like this Barney piano. Um, I could look for it. So like over like two months, she was looking for it. Nice. Um, and then when, you know, when she found it, she went to the library, got the negative and was like, hey, here you go. Uh, here's the file. And That's made, awesome. Made that the album art. I like uh, Mike Miles for 27. Also kind of the same idea. You had that really yeah. old, old photo of him kind of just, here I am, now I'm 27, I'm just wrapping my ass off. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the, that's the, the vibe of it all. Um, and I ask every musician this. Um, looks like you typically only release things in projects. How, how do you determine if you want to do an EP, an album, a single? Is it just the vibe of something or do you just kind of try to put everything together as one? How do you make those decisions? I've been really growing in terms of my release strategies mm -hmm. um, because I mean, I think for a lot of people, it's more reasonable and like lucrative to do singles. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that where the industry is and where we are individually as artists. Absolutely. For a lot of people, it's better to just do singles. Um, but I was just sitting at this point where like I had these ideas. Um, and if I'm having ideas and I want to put it together as a project, mm -hmm. you know, um, but that, you know, you could see a bunch of singles for me in the future. It's amazing to me how, you know, a lot, almost everybody that's been on this show, they're playing music. I'm like, put that shit out. Like, no, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for the right, no, now is the right time. Like, put it out consistently, like, keep me on your mind every month, every week, whatever. I think that's especially where it depends on, like, the, the, the individual artist. And I say that to say, like, don't be like me. <laughs> you know, like, I, I really don't like the fact that it took me so long to put this album together because that, that, allowed, that didn't allow me to be consistent the way artists need to, mm -hmm. you know, to build fan bases and keep those fans. But I think a lot of that's kind of people still used to the old record business of, yeah. you know, it takes a lot of money to put out a full CD and all the album work and everything else. It still takes a lot of time and money to put out how, we, how everybody does it now. But there's so many people putting out music to where if you could just know every Friday, Jamil and the show is coming out with a different track or a different yeah. remix of something. You're like, all right, every Friday, eventually your fans are going to start going to look for it and say, oh. All right, it's just like it's a TV program. It's yeah. just a scheduled, regular, like, finally, it's fucking Friday, I get my Jamil fix, you know? Exactly. I think it can be also easier for the artist in terms of marketing and, like, giving yourself direction for, like, how you're going to promo yourself and reach new people. You know, if, you, if I have, if I haven't, say say Whitney was my single, right? Mm -hmm. if, I, if I have, if I'm just putting out this single, the song Whitney, now I can focus myself 100% in reaching people who would get the song or reaching people who would like the song or, mm -hmm. you know, doing a video for that and, you know, starting to, on a smaller basis, build that up for myself. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it, it, all, it all depends, but in general, it tends to be um, better for a lot of artists at, at you know, our more local level um, to do single work. What things have worked for you or not worked for you as far as marketing yourself as an artist? I think... First off, I think I'm a lot better at marketing others than I am for myself. Mm -hmm. You know, I think just sometimes I'll get in my head. Just that self-conscious of like, it's your name on it, you really want to do it a certain yeah. way. And what Erica Badu said, you know, I'm an artist, so like I'm sensitive about what I do, you know, <laughs> however she said it. That's amazing. Um, that's the second person in the row in this room that's quoted that, oh, really? J-Word quoted that exact quote. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think his impression was a little bit better though. So let's, yeah, no, let's put that I'm one sure. out there. J-Word wins the no, the Erica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely paraphrasing, but um, uh, you know, I mean, that's that. I mean, that that's that's real, and so um, 
I think as far as as far as like my marketing and all that kind of stuff, that's one thing that like I'm always working to improve upon. Um, but as far as things that have worked, um, I think just or orienting myself to people versus numbers. So I'm not trying to get my follows up. I'm not trying to get my likes up. I'm not trying to get my views up in a vacuum. Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to do is reach more people, get more people to like uh, whatever social posts, get more people to listen to these different songs or right. view a video, you know? Yeah, that's where a lot of people fuck up. I mean, it's really nice to have a lot of followers, but For sure. you also look worse, say, if you have 10,000 followers and each post gets 10 likes, opposed exactly. to if you had 1,000 followers and each post gets 10 likes, your percentage is 100% better. Man, you know, and that's why I'm I'm so incredibly grateful for the... for. I don't even want to call them my fans because they're really just friends and people I'm not friends with yet. They came out in numbers though when, when we made you do the... That's, and, it, and it really happens like that. And right. like, I, I, I'm just so incredibly thankful that like, like, yo, you guys are like really holding it down and like riding and like that's awesome. You know, I don't have incredible numbers yet, but I'd rather just work one person at a time getting those fans right. Right. And uh, I think you t kind of touched on something there of you're not looking at somebody as just a follower. You're, you're looking to actually build the relationship with them because that's how you're actually going to be a successful artist. You, that's how you get yeah. a market for your artist. Well, and, you know, and that's that's what I, if, if any artist ever asked me for, you know, my opinion on that kind of stuff, that's exactly what I'm telling them. Um, you know, focus on the people. Um, don't focus on the number. Because first off, comparison is going to be the thief of your joy. So you're going to, I'm going to be real down bad if I'm looking up uh, set it off, got how many thousands of plays, right. and I'm like, oh man, I know him. How am I, how am I not where he's at? Like, it doesn't work like that. Right. Um, and uh, I'm not getting anywhere if I'm over, if I'm spending all this time trying to compare myself to whatever rapper that I know versus um, building those relationships with people and, and giving meaning to my music. You know, just like that elevator pitch, don't, trying to show, tell people why you, why you should care about right. me or what I do. You know, it's, it's, I'm all about a person versus a number. Gotcha. What's your, uh, if you don't mind me asking, what's your highest uh, streaming song? What's uh, performing the best? Beautiful. Beautiful? Yeah, definitely beautiful. Um, but I mean, it's, it's also the first on the album. So if I tell you to check out the album, even if you shuffle play, you're probably going to click on that one first. Right. Do you have friends or family in Chicago or are people randomly finding you in Chicago being that your top four city? Uh, yeah, so uh, I do have I do have some friends out in Chicago, um, and then that's where Fanaticus is located. Gotcha. Um, so, because currently Cleveland doing the best, Mentor number two, we go. Willoughby number three, Chicago and Akron filling out the top five. Let's go! Shout out Akron. Okay. The only good thing coming out of Akron is listening to his music and Ove Mendoza doing tattoos. Okay. Um, if you need, you have tattoos, don't you? I have one. Love on the wrist. Yeah. What what inspired that one? I did a song back in high school called uh, uh, "Love on Her Wrist," and it was an ode to the um, "To Write Love on Our Arms" um, campaign, which uh, advocates for um, suicide prevention awareness. Um, and so, I mean, that's just something that's been um, very important to me in my life. So uh, I always knew I was like, I'm gonna get this tattooed. Uh, and you know, by the time I was old enough, I did it. Nice. Was that the 18th birthday? Uh, so it's actually a little bit later. Uh, I think I was 20 when I did it, but... Gotcha. Close enough. Yeah. What made you stop at one? Or do you have a lot of other ink envisioned? Um, <clears throat> so I, I flip-flop on it, and that's why I haven't. Um, you know, I'm definitely, one Smart. Of those, I'm definitely one of those people where, like, it's a near-permanent decision. Right. So, um, you know, if, if I want to be sure that, like, I'm all the way down 
Cause you know, sometimes I just want a full, you know, I want some sleeves. I want, <laughs> you know, I love, I love tattoos. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm a big fan. Um, but you know, if, if I'm, if I know there's a day this week that I woke up and went, you know, I'm cool with one, then like, I'm not ready to make that decision yet. That's awesome. I'm, I'm one of the few elephants in the room that has none, being okay. that I hate needles and I don't like permanent decisions. So like, yeah. put both of those together. That's a tattoo, so. <laughs> Never. You are Jamil in the show. There needs to be a Jamil podcast. Okay, you think so? Absolutely. Just like we have set up here, you got one or two cameras. It doesn't have to be the nice one. I used, I got, used to get a lot more footage out of the, the other one, but yeah. that one's, you know, you look way better. It gets okay. better better yeah. things here and there but you can start with that one no problem right. but like you said you have all these musical friends you're mm -hmm. you're learning you guys are all creative whether it's kind of come on and talk about the music that you're making or just yeah. what's going on in life film it because again like you said there's no no pictures of you no video of you mm -hmm. i get more business out of the podcast than i do putting up ads for, for what i do mm -hmm. the reason is they see me giving the information they're like oh all right, then the, you see months go down, they're like, oh, this guy's doing what Colin said. Yeah. I should probably do what Colin said. Yeah, you know, yeah. kind of just, it gives you that platform. I'm in front of the camera. We have an hour and a half of footage. Mm -hmm. Clip it up and do whatever I want with it. Right. Clip it up. The J-Work, an hour and a half filming, 90 plus clips I got out of it. And that's fantastic. Every person that's about an hour, as long as you're semi-interesting, right. I have at least 20 clips of you. That's fantastic. And that's why, like I mentioned earlier, with Color Radio, why do I rank higher than their names? I have so much content just because of the podcast of how I can yeah. break it down. And, and I really appreciate that recommendation because that's, that's definitely something that like I want to work on as far as like the ranking and right. just having more content. Um, and that's funny because... Uh, um, uh, uh, ja Lyrics, who's also on the album, uh, he was telling me a little while ago, he's like, bro, we should do a podcast. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm, I don't know, nah, man, probably not. Right. Um, but, Especially uh, as an artist, too. Like, if, there's, visit that. if there's anybody that you're looking to collaborate with that might be a couple levels above you, mm -hmm. approaching somebody, even like, you know, I, I was lucky, lucky enough to sit down with the owner of Poor Cleveland. Mm -hmm. The dude's making tons of money downtown. Oh, has a sure. phenomenal product. Yeah, yeah. It takes an hour and a half to sit down and talk with me about coffee. And I don't do jack shit about coffee at the time. Yeah. I'm sipping on a $9 cup of coffee. Like, wow, this actually is pretty good opposed <laughs> to Mickey D's or whatever. You know, yeah, but like, yeah. I'm not in his league. I'm doing any of those things. But because mm -hmm. you have this platform, even if you're not getting many views, it's an honor to be like, oh, they want to they talk to me. So yeah. it gets you that step through the door and opening a new door that might not have been opened. Yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I got ideas racing my head, racing through my head as you're saying that. I, I'm definitely gonna revisit that. Another idea I throw out at you. <clears throat> this is kind of abstract and it hasn't stuck with any musician. So feel free to take it. Okay. But we mentioned earlier, Spotify, you're getting point like four zeros and a three. I think is what you're making per yeah, stream. Yeah, it's, it's. If you were to take an album, say, I don't know, six, ten songs. And just like I talked about, kind of play the song, give a quick one, or beforehand, give a quick one-two about what it's about, the making, mm -hmm. and put that on a podcast form. You make $10 per thousand listens on a podcast. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That that's, is that's like really 10 good. times higher than yeah, what you're making really on a stream. Um, that's actually a really good idea, because um, I was already thinking about doing like a commentary version right. of the album, um, just where I'm talking about things. So, I mean... And also on, on that multi-purpose, that thing too, it's beautiful, it'd be especially good for this, but, but to make an instrumental version 
and that's on that's that's real soon but <laughs> also make that a f like stream the one with words but on your website make it a download only i have to for content creators yeah exactly that's, i that's, think we talked about that right didn't i uh, tell you about yeah hype briefly that's way yeah that's way on yeah. my list yeah that's way up there yeah um, so that's one of those i mean i've already that uh who's next is that the name of the beat uh, next up. Yeah. Next up? Yeah, that's what that thing works. I've used it in three clips already. It's like yeah. the build of it is perfect to kind of like right. that one minute clip to boom, boom, boom. It builds the hype. You're like, oh, all right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, that's, def that's definitely coming soon. We haven't talked about this on, a, on the podcast yet. So this is going into effect. Okay. Um, Colin's Conversation is putting out a mixtape this year. It's going to be, as far as I know, the only one like it. What I'm trying to do is take people that have been on the show mm -hmm. and Everybody that's been on the show get together, make one or two songs, both individually and collaboratively, okay. and put it out as as a project and do yeah. it every year. Okay, that's nice. Um, do you know any podcasts doing that? Uh, I don't know. I don't. Yes, yeah, still one for Collins Conversations. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you, now that you've been on the show, if you would uh -huh. like to be on that pro project, we would love to either get some vocals or some production from you. Oh man, you know I'm always down for um, both. Um, for any any artist that that listens to this, I'm down to collaborate with anybody. I Absolutely. don't charge. I'm just trying to. And that's the beautiful thing about there. this project is we're making sure that everybody gets something out of it. We're going to be splitting royalties and right. kind of the nice perk from one of those like I don't make music, so why the fuck should Colin get a, a cut and Colin be on, on the thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, all the information we gave there is I'm giving free website. Um, implementation yeah. to anybody on the project. Okay. Um, that's another reason why anybody that's doing a collaborative project, everybody should make a website For sure. a couple months beforehand. Because yeah. say if there's 12 people on a project yeah. and we all put up these same links. It's 12 times. That's 12 traffic, times. 12 times that, of promotion. Boom, boom, boom. And it's all the same content just uploaded to the different mediums. And yeah. taking one or two people, say if you're averaging 500 listens, right. if everybody's averaging 500, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's the thing. That's the crazy thing about like, I feel like why people don't collaborate more, because like that's the key right there. Right. You know what I mean? Put us two together. Now we got two times or whatever. And the beautiful thing about that from the search engine is all of those names that will be on my project. Those names are already tied through the podcast. Exactly. So then you're deepening those ties to where exactly. that's how you're going to get more things coming up of related artists. Currently nobody. Yeah. But oh wait, he was just on a project with such and such. He was on that po podcast, and then everybody gets to blow up. And then yeah, and then now individually, we're all strengthening our funnel and everything. It'll be fantastic. Absolutely. Um, I'll get you more information on that. We're going to get a meeting like the first part of February, and we're okay. trying to release Collins Conversations Collaborations album on six one twenty twenty. Okay. So we got about six, five, six months. I think it's about enough time to put together something wicked. Yeah, okay. Um, because everybody that's been on the show, um. It, Lyricists, beat makers, everybody's original. A lot of talent. Everybody's here. Um, we also already have a confirmation of DJ Undo okay. from Romania. Yeah. Um, have you heard of him? I saw on the uh, website, I think. He was uh, a few years ago in the Red Bull um, World Championship for DJs. Hmm. Um, he's going to put down at least one track on the project. So it's going to be sweet. How we end every interview, it's about that time. I already gave you a kind of a heads up, and I'll go yeah. focus the camera in on you. But the digital soapbox. You get one minute to end the interview on whichever way you want, whether you want to go promotional, whether you want to go inspirational, you get to end it on your own. All right, I'm ready. Hey guys, this is Jamil and the show. I just came out with my album, Beautiful, on all major streaming platforms. That's J-A-M-I-L. I just wanted to let you guys know that if you keep with it, you'll be beautiful. 
If you don't, you're beautiful. That's the beauty in all of it. Nobody's self-made. Always keep your eyes open, keep your hearts open, and you can be whatever you want to be. Thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. And uh, this isn't the normal intro, but that's because it's not the normal intro. Just like um, Jamil's project where he had a couple little extra things after the intro. Thanks to him. Thanks to his project. We are coming with two more songs at the end of this podcast. Just to thank you for listening. And uh, you guys need to hear his music. So hope you like them. Let me know how everybody liked this interview. And see you next week. Silver and gold, you worth more than a crystal, I'm off your soul. You got all my heart, so be my leader, my lover. With me, you're more than a flower. With me, you must be a fairy, this fairy spell that I'm under. You make my heart sing. Yeah. Girl, you going crazy on my heartstrings. Yeah. Hey, hey. You make me say, uh. Whitney, don't play. Uh. Stop what you're doing, going swinging my way. Take no L's, whoa.
happen, dirty heaven. Close my eyes, I'm at this planet, at this planet. Kinda hard to understand when I feel this magic. Shooting star, I might just grab it, might just grab it, might just grab it. It's my habit, dirty habit. Close my eyes, I'm at this planet, at this planet. Kinda hard to understand when I feel this magic. Shooting star, I might just grab it, might just grab it, might just grab it. It's my didn't fit in, constant resistance A victim of a heartbeat with different rhythm I've been in, outcast a misfit Needed assistance, I didn't Fit the description up in the system And I look at the clock but I don't feel the time Look in my face for projection and losing my mind Used to think that there was no one like me Back in the class my imagination took me around the world No cable so I had the travel channel going on inside of my Close my eyes, I'm at this planet, at this planet. Kinda hard to understand when I feel this magic. Shooting star, I might just grab it, might just grab it. We lost our way. Whole squad wanna eat, we gon' pat the kitchen Had a dream, phase one, we a math to listen Phase two, we attract the business Phase three, we subtract the children, grown men in the squad We the hack the system, and I look at the clock But I don't fit the time Look at my face, a rejection of losing my mind I used to think that there was no one like me Back in the class, my imagination took me round the world No cable, so I had a travel channel going on inside of smile Heaven, dirty heaven my eyes, I'm at this planet, at this planet. Kinda hard to understand when I feel this magic. Shooting star, I might just grab it, might just grab it. We lost our way. Might just grab it, might just grab it.